0: Well, I'm just saying, man, we need to protect them kids.
1: All right, welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Yeah. How you guys doing? Pretty good. I have a couple of corrections we're uh-huh. going to start doing corrections on the podcast we are about accuracy on this podcast if nothing else you know now that i host no shenanigans remember i said that on the yeah. first yeah no shenanigans
0: we get that that one and only shenanigan out of the way right just one uh-huh.
1: and then after that it's no plural no plural shenanigans so these are a couple that actually were pointed out to me by listeners uh-huh. first one is all the way back from episode 33 which was with joy Joy Wills. In fact or farce, we claimed it was a fact that a woman named Anna Mae Dixon had survived Titanic, Hindenburg, Pearl Harbor, and 9-11. She died in 9-11? Which, which seems pretty fucking outrageous to begin with. Well, it turns out that's not true at all. She did not survive all of those. She, uh, she caused them. She caused all of <laughs> them. She was the cause of all of them. <laughs> no, I'm Tom... kidding. She did, this person didn't even exist. We got duped. So oh, I saw shit. the meme...
2: I mean, am I not to believe oh, memes my on god, the internet? You're telling
1: me the meme was wrong. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god! What could, you you can't just you can't believe in anything anymore.
2: Yeah, I saw this on Chive, uh, eBom's World, and even on Reddit. So it seemed pretty reputable. But I yeah. guess I got duped.
1: Uh, I guess we got to get a little bit more strict about these memes. <laughs> <laughs> got to double check the meme. So our apologies to anybody that uh, missed. A trivia question, because we gave you this false information.
0: Dude, how crazy is that, that there is so much, people get so much of their information from memes, like all it- you have to have is a convincing picture with yeah. some text in the background, and people are like, share, share, share.
1: It happens, I, I run into this all the time when I get into arguments with Trumpers on Facebook or Twitter, and that's their main weapon, is a picture with letters on it. It's like, see, <laughs> I told you it's true, it's a picture with letters on it. Yeah,
0: why would somebody take the time to make that up?
1: Yeah, and it's one of those, which I actually I saw... Our friend Jason B, who was a guest on the podcast last season, posted something about how a big part of the problem, and he was kind of being serious about it, which is that a lot of these old people don't realize how easy it is to make memes or create web pages. Like a lot of these people are so dumb or just so not tech savvy that they think, well, I mean, if it's on the computer... Yeah. I mean it would, it would take some kind of wizardry to get false information on the internet.
0: Yeah, they don't trust like, anything from the FBI, but a picture that a 14-year-old made.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's the same thing like we were talking about Antifa.com, I think re- redirects to Joe Biden. Biden. Biden yeah. It, yeah. Anybody can do that. Anybody can it just is. create a URL and then make it redirect to some some other place. But again, these people are so dumb that they're like, "Ah, see." Like, if, well, I mean, actually, that one's kind of like extra stupid. You really think fucking Biden is going to want to have that association, you know, like he's going to do that on purpose. But also, of course, they don't realize, all right, anybody can do this. So, yeah, same shit with this is like, oh, look, there's a picture of a lady and it says she survived all this shit. Well, I guess it's true. Dude, how did we get taken by that? Who, which
0: one of you is responsible?
1: Oh, Assaulted? you know who, Sir? you know who. Oh,
0: shit.
2: Who. So I'll take the bullet for that. But look, I mean, it was on The Chive and Ebomb's World, and it was on, I believe, Reddit, and it had more than three or four likes. So that's kind of the golden golden rule of the internet. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the golden rule of the internet, unspoken in terms of memes, is if they have more than three or four likes or upvotes, then it's pretty much fact checked and the means it's 100% true. <laughs> In so other like this... words,
1: we can't fuck with snopes is basically what Ian is telling us. <laughs> exactly. Did, actually after the person hit me up, I was like, surely Ian would not lie to us. So I, I put it on snopes and yeah, first thing it says like yeah, this is false. Like yeah. god damn it.
0: If there's anything that Ian stands for, it's truth and good spelling. Truth <laughs> and good spelling. Yeah, exactly. So that
1: so our whole podcast is suspect now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, it kind of always was. Yeah, stuff. that's true.
1: But at least we're coming clean. At least we're coming clean. And there's a second correction. This one, I don't think it's as egregious, but uh, this was also pointed out to me by a listener, is that apparently episode 50, when we we're talking about Jim Jones and killing the people with the Kool-Aid at Jonestown, it was actually not Kool-Aid. It was a product called Flavor-Aid. <laughs> Which is funny because, remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but Blair actually mentioned about having, like, the store brand Kool-Aid, like, how poor would you have to be? Weilers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, apparently it wasn't Kool-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid. Now, wait a second.
2: Are are we sure that Kool-Aid didn't scrub the internet and pay their team of lawyers to get behind all these different conspiracy theories? to take out Berenstein
1: Bears on us. Is it-
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like a little Stockholm syndrome, Stockholm Syndrome coming on on this one, Carlos. Because I think it's very easy for them to vilify a Bobo Kool Aid company and say it was all it was all them. It was not us. But if you go back to like articles in the nineteen 19- whatever eighties seventies, I don't even know when this happened. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm curious if it was a uh, maybe. Oh no, the, I there? saw the articles.
1: Yeah, the, I checked the articles, and apparently, yeah, the original articles all mentioned Flavor Aid. But I guess apparently, eventually, as things happen, it just became easier to remember Kool Aid, and then Kool Aid became the default thing that everybody says now. But yeah, uh, it would have been, this flavor ate shit. It would
0: it would have been cool if Kool Aid like just took that and advertised with it, you know? <laughs> just uh, yeah. made a commercial like, hey, if you're if you're buying a fruit sugar drink for your suicide cult, then you gotta go with Kool Aid. <laughs>
1: all right guys welcome to episode 57 of indecorous comedy this is episode seven of season two indecorous comedy is a reprehensibly distinguished educational comedy podcast either the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet that's your call I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. To my left, we have our resident chemtrail expert, Bobby Green. <laughs> I imagine you're an expert now, right? Yeah, man. My uh, rat-tailed roofer got, you know, dropped some knowledge on me. All right. Good. And to my right, we have master misspeller, Ian.
2: Not winning any spelling bees this year, unfortunately, but All yes.
1: Right. Today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Indecorous News. We're going to talk about the Indecorous history of Volkswagen and... We're going to close it out with indecorous michigan state laws but before we get into any of that let's welcome our guest today mr mike stanley everybody
3: oh thank you so much for having me guys absolutely thank you for doing it
1: how you been buddy where are you where are you right now uh i
3: am currently in detroit i flew back from denver colorado uh, a couple days ago i did a couple shows out there but i'm currently residing in detroit after all the mayhem kind of broke loose. Uh I ended up losing my place. So oh, I put dude. everything in storage. Yeah. It's been a it's been a nightmare, man. So I, I uh I put much pretty much put everything in uh storage out in Denver.
0: And just bought a house for twenty dollars in Detroit?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my girlfriend actually lives here. So we've been long distance uh for about two years and when this thing broke, we were both in Vegas. I was doing shows and you know, when they announced the uh, the lockdown, I was like, well, there's no point in going back and forth. And we don't know how long this thing's going to last. So yeah. We'll move back to Detroit and hang with you. And in the process, you know, with uh, rent and everything else like that, they weren't really giving me any leeway. And I wasn't making any money, obviously, because yeah. my tour dates got shut down. So. Yeah, I ended up losing my place and just putting everything in storage and coming back here. And uh, I figure once things start to pick up, I'll just be flying back and forth. And eventually, the idea is to get back to Denver as soon as possible. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, we start out the podcast with questions. These are random questions that the millions of fans that we have send us. This is going to be the first question. Sean asks, what's the most surreal i I asked these by the way exactly how they pose them so i don't even know exactly what they're asking sometimes what what she asked is what's the most surreal experience you've had while traveling
3: oh uh jeez man it's so hard i mean carlos you've been doing this you know as long as i have and it's really hard to compile all the madness into you know one specific
1: I was me too. The, yeah, because that was like, well, you know, I've, obviously I got the question in advance, so I've been thinking about it. But that's that's exactly what I was thinking too. It's just one of those like I don't know what the the most surreal is or whatever. So I'll just I just pick one. You know what I mean? And yeah. I do I do remember one time I was coming back from L.A. I was flying back one of those red eye flights, and in front of me to the right on the on the other side of the airplane, but I could see him. He was diagonal was this dude that just looked like an, like an old rock and roller. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a like he was been <laughs> Rat or something at some point in the 80s. or yeah. like Striper or some shit. He was like Kip winger.
2: So of permullet what you're saying, basically.
1: I mean, he looked like an old rock and roll guy, basically. Yeah. It, was like, like, it, it would be like if you were going to draw the caricature of an old rock and roller, it, it would look like <laughs> this guy. You know, like leather pants, yeah. but old and shit. Yeah and and so it's a red eye so they turn off all the lights you know as you fly back to the east coast and the guy was on his phone and he was close enough that i could see and he was checking his phone and he was he had all these tit pics He was looking through like fucking tit pics and i'm like oh this guy's motherfucking rock and roll dude i knew this guy was a rock and roller you know what i mean like Fuck. plural
0: like you just said like pics
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude. He was scrolling through these motherfuckers. He just had a catalog of tits. Yeah, these yeah. are
0: all just texts that came in as soon as he got service when the plane landed.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm sure most of these tits were 40, 50 plus, but still, man, the guy's getting his tits. And I was like, this guy's motherfucking rock and roll. This I mean, guy cause fucks. Obviously he's got, yeah, this guy fucks. You know, he's got <laughs> he's got dark sunglasses inside the airplane and all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's a rock and roller. So, anyway, we fly, and then we finally we land back on the East Coast. I forget if I was living in New York or like, I don't know where it was. We land, and, you know, we're getting up. We're trying to get, get off the plane, and then he pulls his baggage from the top thing, and it's, sure enough, it's a guitar case. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, see, fucking, this dude's a roller, man. Then <laughs> he opens that up, and it's full of Polaroid What tip that's where I was
0: going with it. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: well, dude check this out man the dude pulls out a fucking guitar case and on the on the guitar he's got a sticker of his band and his band's name was hookers and blow he's like, I love Dude, it too. this guy is like fucking the embodiment of rock and roll dude fuck yeah he yes. is man
0: but then it was just a machine gun like antonio banderas yeah
1: yeah and then he yeah. just shot yeah. everybody in yeah. the airplane yeah
3: fucking el mariachi style that's why it was
0: so surreal yeah
3: <laughs> I think if I had if I had to pick one, I would say it was it was actually a two night it was a two night situation where I flew into New York and I was playing Gotham for the first time, and I was doing Comedy Juice and uh, there was a ton of great people on the show like Nate Bargatze was on the show, nice and, uh, and uh, Judah Friedlander was on the show, and uh, just before I'm about to go up, I'm I'm seconds away from they're like all right you're next I'm seconds away from the, taking the stage and uh they go oh no 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 wait hold on hold on just like one second uh we gotta bump you because Jim Gaffigan walked in (laughs) I'm like you know what that's cool no big deal Carlos you know how it is in New York Yeah, yeah big names big names live there they work out
1: I mean I remember when I was in New York I would bump people all the time
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle comes in and does six hours.
3: So, I, yeah, so I'm like, all right, no big deal. Like, I'll just go on after Gaffigan. That's already an uphill battle, whatever. And, you know, Gaffigan's up there doing this thing, just crushing. And I'm like, all right, I'm 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 ready to go. They're like, you're next. And then uh, just as I'm about to go on stage again, the manager comes over. they goes, "Hey man, look, this happens like twice a year." Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld, Seinfeld just showed up. Oh, oh my shit, God. dude! Oh, and he he wants to work on he wants to work on a new like fifteen minutes. So the chances of you going up are very slim. Down. And I'm like, that's <laughs> fine, man. I'm like no big deal. Because Seinfeld goes up, the place loses their fucking minds. Everyone's going ape hey, shit. You know what I mean? He goes up, he destroys, and just as he's about to come off, the manager comes over. He goes, "Hey man." We need you to close the show. <laughs> oh, <here laughs> we go. So I'm like, I'm going to follow Gaffigan and Seinfeld back to back. This is my first time at Gotham. Nobody knows who I am, right? <laughs> so the MC goes up and he's about to announce me and I'm shitting a brick. I'm like, this is just going to be good. And it was packed. It was a packed like Saturday night, New York City, you know what I mean? Like, I, I already had like enough like anxiety about you know following Gaffigan and just trying to do well with my stupid bullshit. So they announce me. I walk up. You can tell everybody's like, "What the fuck? Like, who is yeah. this guy and what?" Yeah, yeah. And I just go, "Look, I don't know who that last guy was, <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen a lot of comedy, and if he sticks with it, he's going places." Ah, he did. I had a great set. I crushed. Cut to the next night. I'm doing Hannibal Buress's show in Brooklyn. I'm doing the Knitting Factory, right? He's like, "Come through, man. Come through and do a set." I'm like, "All right." It's like Dimitri Martin and. Nice. Brooklyn Popland, you know, just like all these great people. As I'm about to go up, Hannibal runs up to him and he goes, Hey man, I got I gotta put you on after this guy he goes, Robin Williams is here. Oh my <laughs> god, god. So I got him, so Robin Williams goes up and just decimates the place. I mean, people are going fucking ape shit everyone's going crazy and he's just crushing it. wait like the ghost
0: of robin williams no he
3: was alive like, <laughs> oh, is, okay okay when, this, that's how long ago this was he was alive so then i had to go up and i had to follow robin williams wow. it was like two nights in a row i just followed these monsters these legends yeah, that... of comedy like it was like somebody that was probably the most surreal experience in all of my stand-up, was just, like, those two nights back-to-back, yeah.
1: That is pretty badass. You get to claim that fucking Gaffigan, Seinfeld, and Robin Williams all open for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Look where it's gotten me, thrown out of my apartment in Denver. And now <laughs>
0: Yeah, I couldn't yeah. think of a, a good example of a surreal travel story, so I would probably just lie and tell people I was on that flight that landed on the Hudson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good strategy. All right, our second question is, this comes from Kate, what drug do you think fueled the building of the pyramids? And now, while you guys think about that, I think this question is ridiculous because I think everybody knows the pyramids were built by aliens. Yeah. yeah. I got I got a theory on this. Um,
2: cats were a big thing back then, so I'm going to go with cheesing.
1: I think they were high on cat piss. Oh, that's, have you heard of cheesing, Mike? I haven't. Ian, what is what is cheesing? Cheesing
3: yeah, please. If there's a che- if there's a cheaper way to get high than me doing shrooms every <laughs> other weekend, please hit me up with it. Uh, dude, this
2: is it's got it's got a quiet dignity to it. So um, you know, don't judge it just yet. But what you're really looking for is some fermented cat piss, and <laughs> you, you, can, you, can, you can get this from your run-of-the-mill litter box, or you can make a little terrarium situation out of it. But, it um... sounds
0: like we can get it from you.
2: Yeah, basically. <laughs> this sounds like you're pitching us something.
0: Yeah. Is, is this your blue chew? <laughs>
2: Dude, I might be starting a small business right now, and don't even realize it. This could be my light bulb aha moment. But yeah, I think you can pretty much get fermented cat piss from any run-of-the-mill cat. You just have to let it do its magic for thirty days or whatever, and then I hear it's awesome. It gets you pretty high, and there's no shame in that game.
3: Oh so wait, how is it administered? Do you huff it? Do you drink it? Like
1: you fucking, you shoot it up, bro. You shoot that shit up, <laughs> <laughs> like a up, man. Yeah, straight up into your dick hole. <laughs>
3: That's that I'd i snort it. That's what I would do. I'd snort a rail a catfish.
0: So if if the name is cheesing, like I'm gonna go ahead and suggest a rebrand right off the bat. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If I I don't know. I, I mean I don't know what drugs at that time were even like prevalent. I mean I'm sure there was a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, but I don't know what grows in Egypt. You know, like I don't know if they had access to peyote. I don't know if they had cows for shrooms. I don't know if they right. had the wherewithal to put together the chemicals that make up you know, something that's the equivalent of DMT or something like that. So it's, it's tough to say, but you know, I will, I will follow suit with uh, Carlos's idea that aliens came down and basically just forced mankind to build <laughs> yeah, yeah. one reason or the other. I'll stick I'll Yeah, that's why that. this
1: question's ridiculous.
0: It's I'll, aliens. I'll, I'll say it does sound kind of messy. Cause like I could see a bunch of people sitting around and like, no nah, man, it's gotta be pointy. It's gotta be pointy. We just gotta keep going. Pointier, pointier. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, just the sheer strength it would have taken to lift all the folders <laughs> yeah. and shit. Like, you got to have some messed out slaves putting that yeah. thing together, you know?
1: And Andy Andrus used to have a bit something like, we're really missing out on a great part of the workforce but not putting all these meth heads to work when they're fucking high <laughs> on meth. <laughs> uh, all right, there's our last question. This comes from Felicia. And again, there's another one that... All right. There's a question. What's the biggest lie you've ever told? And again, it's one I was like, I don't know what the biggest lie I've ever told was, but I'll tell you one. I remember <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I told a booker once I could headline. That was a, that was a pretty big <laughs> lie. <laughs> you ever work, Mike, you ever work for Carol Pennington?
3: I have, yeah. I have worked for Carol It's been years (laughs) since I've worked for
1: her, but one time she she needed a co-headliner for, uh, did you ever do the armory in uh, Ohio? Ohio? It it was like, it was either Illinois. Illinois. No, it's in Illinois. Illinois. That's what it was, yep. And I did, I'd feature there and I did great. And she needed a co-headliner, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. Even though it's only like three years in, but I'm like, yeah, no, sure, I can do this. <laughs> cut cut to the next morning. I'm getting this email where she just fucking chews me the fuck out. I got this couple place. I thought you could fucking headline. Because she's also not uh, she she can be curt sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> to, to put yeah. it lightly. Uh, Dear cunt face is that yeah, the email. Oh, oh cunt is about one of the nicer words she can use yeah yeah. she gets pretty
3: nasty
1: real quick yeah so yeah so i was like all right well this is over i mean i got my money i guess i'm never working for her but i kept getting the fault the emails the that she would send like need a comic here need a comic there and i kept getting them for like a year and a half two years and eventually i was just like you know what i'm tired of getting these emails so i just messaged her like a kind of like a fuck off type of email like listen Either here's a gig that I can do, but if you're never gonna book me again, then just stop sending me these fucking emails. <laughs> you know, totally yeah. expecting her to be like, well, then fuck you, fuck off. Yeah. And then she replied, she was like, listen, Carlos, you, you're a really good comic. You just gotta be a little more patient. Okay, you got the gig. But she didn't even, <laughs> she, didn't
4: even I she, didn't she,
1: she didn't even, she probably didn't even fucking remember that she had chewed me out like a year and a half earlier. Yeah. Wow. But I ended up getting the gig. <laughs> No, well, that's a lie that I've told. I don't know if it's the biggest lie, but it is a lie. <laughs>
3: yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know that I have one. Like, nothing really, like, comes to mind that I can think
0: of. The Trump thing is, honestly. like, I
1: I try not to lie, and it's not really, like a, like, a fucking honorable thing. It's just that it's too hard to keep track of lies, man.
0: Yeah, holy shit.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, who did I tell what? Yeah, All that judge- shit. It's like, no, I'd rather just be honest and not have to deal with yeah if
3: you're just honest and just let people hate you for actually being you it's just kind of an easy way to sit <laughs> right with people right
1: out there. Yeah, just, just
0: hate me like i hate me
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right guys well that's our questions now we're gonna move on to our second segment of the podcast and decker is news this is a segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the united states and all over the world after you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life. <laughs> now, our theme this week is vigilante justice. Hell yeah. Lots of gonna...
0: opportunities for that in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently
3: dressed like the crow, so this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they could
0: have like the Uber of vigilante justice there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, you just call somebody to do vigilante justice for you,
0: (laughs) or you can wait six hours for the cops.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) I forget that that Detroit's also the city of RoboCop. Yeah,
2: RoboCop too. Yep. And aren't the streets patrolled by pit bulls or something like that?
1: (laughs) I think it's Pitbull the singer. He around. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Mister Worldwide. Yeah,
0: he's the one carrying out the justice. (laughs) Dude, please tell me there's a RoboCop statue there
2: somewhere.
3: No, you know, I think they spent a fuck ton of money building a Robo- RoboCop statue, and I don't think it's... Because it's, I've seen pictures of it, because I've kind of kept up on that over the years. Because there was this long, like... There was this long drawn out thing of whether or not they were gonna let them put it up and like I think it got passed. But <laughs> if they haven't decided where they're gonna put it right now. Honestly, right now is probably not the best time to be promoting police. Yeah. Uh, in <laughs> the form of in the form of a statue, but you know, we'll see. How funny happens. would it have
0: been though if like that's what bankrupted the city? They just built a four hundred million dollar RoboCop <laughs> museum. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Uh, all right okay bobby you can uh, start us off here on the first uh, news story which is actually from two years ago but ian really liked this story so we're gonna (laughs) it's about it's about child molesting so you Uh, know he he really wanted us to read this one
0: is that like chima
1: yeah
2: Uh. hot topic these days hot topic hot topic (laughs)
0: I'm going to kill you, child molester, screamed Jorge Porto Sierra as he poured gasoline on the door of the Friendly Village Inn in
1: Osceola,
0: I think? Osceola County, Florida. With a cigarette in hand, Porto Sierra continued to dump the flammable fluids all over the premises in hopes of setting the property ablaze and burning the sex offenders inside to death. He was quoted as saying that God told him to barbecue these child molesters. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I like, I like how I like that God has some flair to the way He says things. Now, like oh. he, he, he could have just said like, "Hey, burn these child molesters to that, but He's like, "Nah, He's let's barbecue these motherfuckers." Yeah, like,
3: yeah. yeah, He's using like old Schwarzenegger terms yeah. from like yeah. the early nineties, right?
1: It's like it's like God had just watched Commando. He's, yeah, He's working on a
3: script
0: with Tarantino.
3: <laughs> so wait, this guy was setting fire to a. To like an inn, like some sort of like yeah, hotel. It's a, it
1: was a friendly village inn in Osceola County. Like I'll read this this next part. Apparently, it's in it was in Kissimmee, Florida, which apparently is known for being a haven for sex offenders because it isn't within any restricted range of schools, playgrounds, and churches. So the city boosts an impressive four hundred and thirty <laughs> registered sex offenders.
0: Who is impressed by that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: But isn't like isn't that
3: where Disney is too? To yes, that's, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's right so, next I mean, to Orlando. Yeah, that's the fucking honeypot as far as like if you're a, you know that's the big league. If you're going to be a child molester, right. like a Fucking, that's where you go. You know what I right.
0: It's like New York. Everybody's trying to move to.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's like the New York, LA for comics. Then if you're a child molester, you fucking go to Kissimmee. Yeah, you start
0: yeah. out doing the open mics, you know, and then there you go. <laughs> yeah,
3: you start out in some shitty Midwest town and work the trailer park circuit, and then work yeah. your way up until you're in the big league out in uh, out near Disney.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then hopefully you get some representation when you're out in Kissimmee. <laughs>
3: that you know that
0: that really is a problem though, because there's a concentration of these people. It's like projects, but for sex offenders.
1: This guy Porto Sierra was working on a hunch and clues from the internet. Well, he
3: also had God. He also had. God. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. <He had> God,
1: <laughs> God. God includes. So, yeah. so he was working on clues and the ultimate truth. <laughs> so he figured at least twenty sex offenders lived at the Friendly Village Inn. So he did what any man of God would do and started pouring gasoline all over the parking lot and screaming like a madman. Probably would have gotten away with it, too, if he had just been a little more coy. But residents called the cops as soon as they heard a man in the parking lot screaming about child molesters and barbecue. (laughs) So this is like this classic supervillain that lays out his diabolical
2: plan. Right before he does it,
0: it does sound like he was also hungry at the time. If he was mentioning <laughs> barbecue multiple times, yeah, yeah, he
2: just keeps mentioning.
3: Also, he set the parking lot on fire. Like he didn't even like <laughs> he didn't set the place on fire. Like this guy doesn't have it all together in terms of trying to actually kill the people he's out to kill.
1: What's funny is that apparently, yeah, this was two years ago, and uh, so I looked up the story, and somebody that's related to this guy—I don't know if it's his niece or daughter or something—started a fucking GoFundMe. <laughs> to to pay for his legal costs, and uh, last I checked, they had raised like a hundred and seventeen dollars of ten thousand. <laughs>
3: I, th- I thought uh, you were going to say
0: $117,000. I know.
1: I was about to be really pissed. If I to to that level. This is one of those things where it's like, I guess, since there's such a concentration of child molesters in that place, it's like, it must be like the best fucking possible place to have to uh, meet your neighbors. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, when you have to go door to door. Yeah,
1: when you have to go door yeah, to door, you're basically just trading stories. Yeah. Right.
0: It's like, hey, thanks, man. You just saved me the trip. I was about to come to you. Yeah, that's, right. that's why the place is so friendly.
3: I also like that they said he would have gotten away with it, too, if he was more coy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if he hadn't been screaming about God child molesters and barbecue, he would have been fine. Like no one would have seen the 15 feet tall
4: flames
1: in the park. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't have seen him eat all that barbecue after that. (laughs) They
0: just had sauce all over the place. That's how they (laughs) found him.
1: (laughs) You have 17 bottles of sweet baby rays. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is a story number two. Ian, you can go ahead.
2: All right. Staying on brand with our topic of child molesters our next story is a classic tale of helicopter parenting gone wrong. Valeria. D- How do you say this, Carlos? Dona.
1: Well, because I'm Hispanic, I can say all the Spanish. Yeah. Racist,
2: man. Dona. V- Dona. V- I-, I can't. Krasinski. <laughs> all right. Valeria <laughs> Dona v- was just a normal suburban mother of a 10 year old girl doing average soccer mom shit until one day. Her daughter told her something strange. Unprompted, her daughter revealed that a family friend that had given her a ride recently had touched her below her waist. Now, most parents in this situation would have lots of follow-up questions for the 10-year-old girl, possibly contact the authorities, or even call the alleged perpetrator. But no, Valeria, she devised a diabolical plan to exact revenge like a villain out of a Quentin Tarantino movie. So she sent her husband and paid the man a visit that allegedly touched her daughter. When he greeted them at the door, without warning, they attacked him, removed his clothes, and then raped him with a metal pipe before beating him over the head with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah, this
1: is pretty fucking brutal. Yeah.
2: So this is where I think um, maybe she was a little liberal in her interpretation of an eye for an eye. <laughs> this is like she extrapolated this to penis for a rusty metal pipe or something.
0: So is it like a wrong house situation, Like the, like the police were doing it?
4: <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: so wait they didn't even go to the authorities they were like we're just going to take this into our own hands and then yes. as soon as the guy opened the door like did the kid even i did they know who the guy was, was he was like I, a I, I, family friend a, or someone they okay. that
2: they'd previously entrusted with the kid
3: all right because i didn't know if it was like somebody else that like had given her a ride home and then that happened and they dropped her off and they were like because <laughs> it i'm just thinking like like wrong house scenario yeah was, or like, like who's his roommate yeah like one dude just like eating an ego, and just like opens his door and then he just gets raped with a pipe because some people stronger <laughs> yeah he's
1: like, he, like the guy's like whoa whoa guys not cool yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know what it's all about but uh the pipe up my ass i don't know about this <laughs> we just met all right bobby you can close it out
0: the helicopter parents were short-sighted in their actions because shortly after their vigilante justice, the police arrived at the scene and arrested them. They tried to justify their actions by mentioning their daughter's story, so police brought in the daughter, and after talking with her, they found out that she made the whole story up because she thought it would be funny. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> The man oh, her... <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. The man her parents attacked later died, so the joke's on the little girl after all. Because now she's an orphan as her parents are looking at 20 to life in prison.
3: Wow. <laughs>
0: Damn.
2: Yeah, yeah this is brutal. So many morals to this story. <laughs> but I think the headline is, before you rape and kill a man with a metal pipe, based on the accusations of a little kid, make sure their fingers weren't crossed behind their back.
0: No, wait, wait, isn't, the, isn't the quote like, rape first and let God sort him out or something?
2: <laughs> parent, Dude, right? this is like a reverse
3: superhero story. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like... <laughs> where something actually happens to the kid and then, like, they take justice into their own hands, but, like, in this case, like, the kid just made the whole thing up, so they lose their parents as a result (laughs) of that, and, like... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so
1: fucked up. Yeah, this whole story is fucked up. This is the backstory on this. Ian wanted me to put this story in the last podcast, and I'm like, I don't know what's so funny about this. This is just fucking tragic. Yeah, Ian, it's just horrible. It's, it's just horrible, but Ian loves child molesting stories. So it's such a hot topic
2: are. right now. It's like everyone's talking about yeah, 24-7. This, is, this
1: story is just fucking brutal, dude. Is this like the know.
0: real Bruce Wayne backstory?
1: I
2: like to think this little girl had an angle here, too. Like Maybe she was like, fuck my parents. I want them to go down. So I'm going to make up the story. And subliminally, she's like looking across the room at this metal pipe, making eye contact at it while she's, telling them the story, thinking, you know, maybe they'll go to jail for this or something. Well, yeah.
1: this is, if nothing else, this gives you a little insight on what Ian thinks is hilarious, is a <laughs> kid <laughs> becoming an orphan, and then a guy that didn't do anything getting raped with a tube up his ass.
0: I, I just also like the idea of the metal pipe being a weapon, like, they just had it on the wall with, like, justice pipe plaque or something. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, like,
3: over, yeah, just, like, over their mantle.
0: Like a, yeah, fucking... it's like... Break some glass and grab it and go.
1: Because, like, the other thing is, like, it literally, it's in quotes. Uh, it says, touched her below th- her waist, which could just mean, like, she touched he touched her feet. But they just went stream fucking, all right, let's just fucking sodomize this guy. Yeah. It sounds like, like uh, they
0: kind of already wanted to do that anyway.
1: Yeah, they were just looking for any excuse yeah. to do this shit.
2: So on the topic of all this really hot this week, child molesting, pedophilia, it's, like, all over the news. Largely mm-hmm. around this Netflix movie, Cuties. And it's a perfect segue from our last couple topics. Oh, it's so, um, a movie? Yeah, basically uh, Netflix put out a movie that was a French movie, I believe, and it depicts a bunch of like prepubescent girls dancing. It's very similar to like toddlers with tiaras or any of these little beauty pageants, a little Miss sexy six-year-old, all that kind of bullshit. And it's not anything new, but for some reason people are just going crazy over this, the whole cancel Netflix, and it's just this big
1: thing that's going on right now. and. Well, I haven't heard, I I haven't seen the movie for one thing. What I did hear is that apparently it's supposed to be a movie about how preteen girls get exploited for their sexuality. But this is a commentary on it from what I hear. I haven't seen the thing. The only thing is that Netflix apparently changed the cover For the promo of the movie and just made it like just made it look like it was like four teenage uh, strippers or something
3: wait is it is it a documentary about the exploitation of young girls or is it no
1: no it's supposed to be about that but it's not a documentary it's an actual scripted movie
3: oh it's a scripted movie i thought it was a documentary no that was just like toddlers and tiaras or honey boo boo or some dumb shit like that i didn't know it was yes a scripted film that someone had written like to make it seem like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's a movie about the exploitation and sexualization of young girls. It's supposed to bring awareness to it, but in the process of doing that, it does exactly the thing it's condemning.
3: Okay. Is
0: that Every, what
2: Yeah, so everyone's is my going, understanding? So everyone's going hard on this whole like it's just soft core pedophilia porn and they're just cancel Netflix, this set and the other. But here's my hot take on it. I mean, I wouldn't have any idea what a sexy 10 year old even looks like? But are we really 100% sure that like pedos would find these girls attractive? Because I think at least one of them was fat and a couple of them had fucked up teeth. So I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of being presumptuous there to think that everyone's going to like these girls.
3: Well, I mean, I, I think what it is is it's very it's, like, I think it's like. Suggestive dancing and like they're like grabbing their pussies and shit and like twerking and shit (laughs) like that I like I honestly think that that's what it is because I think I saw this on Twitter where people were like just showing and this is just like me scrolling through where people were like I can't fucking believe this and it was just like I saw like a blip of it where it's just like these young girls in sequence like twerking and like you know, yeah. it's basically dancing like a Beyonce video where it's like, oh, right. here's my pussy, you want it, like that kind of thing, so.
0: Dude, yeah, Kurt, yeah. Kurt Metzger had the best tweet about it. He was like, uh, not saying Netflix's cuties is child porn. I'm just saying it couldn't hurt to start tracking customers whose accounts indicate repeat viewings in seven mm. to 10 minute bursts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: right? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I haven't seen the thing, but I mean, it's nothing new. I, I remember in the early 2000s, Fucking Little Bow Wow had a video. And of course, you know, at that point, he was like, I don't know, 14. He was really little. And that's uh, yeah, that's before he became the serious artist Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who we've before, all, yeah. who
4: we all know and love. Yeah, yeah who we all know. Yeah, <laughs> Nobel
1: Prize laureate <laughs> Bow Wow.
0: Yeah, Bow Wow's a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. But
1: uh, but he had a video where it was, he yeah, had like fucking 12, 13 year old girls dancing like, like they were strippers. So were they washing his car? New.
0: As they do? Yeah, I mean, they
1: might as well have been. But yeah, there's any. I haven't seen the movie, so I really don't want to comment on it, because I don't know what the fuck. But I don't think it's a new thing. This just, something catches on, and then it becomes the, t- the talk of the town, and everybody's fucking tweeting and hashtagging it.
0: Yeah, it seems like nowadays, if you release just about anything, people are either going to love it or call for you to be fired it's like one or the other now
3: well it's like you can go back and look at anything like i was just at my parents house up north in michigan and we're like everything's on vhs and it's like they have like old game shows and shit where like the hosts are like kissing little kids on the lips and stuff like that it's like (laughs) so fucking weird (laughs) like i was watching this johnny carson one where lonnie anderson was on there and like they were doing this thing where i think he was like teaching her a golf swing and he's literally just like licking her neck and like the crowds, just like (laughs) I mean it's just like like even as close as five six years back you can take like comedy albums that people have put out that today would just be fucking torn to shreds over what's going on so I mean I'm not I'm not advocating whatever the fuck Cuties is doing because I don't know and I'm just glad I don't have kids but at the same time it's like we're we're literally just like picking the fly shit out of pepper every minute on everything yeah. anymore. So it's like
1: yeah. cancel
3: culture is so fucking crazy. It's like it's like yeah. Keiter,
1: I remember somebody. I mean, he the thing we've talked about this on the podcast before, where people uh, will apologize for something and then it comes back again in three years, so they got to apologize again, and then three years then, and like so, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel was getting in trouble because of the whole he did the impression of uh, Malone. Yeah, Malone. Malone. Yeah. So so he's had to apologize for that several times, but then while that shit was going on, people were posting clips from The Man Show, and they're like, look at this, (laughs) it was something called The Man, like, you know, I remember The Man Show, but I guess it's been long enough now that if you're really young, you never heard of this Man Show. They're like, look at this, and it's so sexy, like, that was the whole point of the fucking thing, it was like, overt masculinity like over the top i
3: mean they had they had juggies which were just girls with huge tits jumping on trampolines like that was the whole fucking yeah it was like that was the whole
1: point is like how like we're just stupid guys doing stupid guy shit
0: And, and it's one of those things too where like everything is recorded now so you have people that are just going through the archives every single day finding you know an old rolling stone song with a fucked up lyric or something
3: yeah it's like now i gotta like every christmas i have to hear about how how oh baby it's cold outside is a fucking race and it's (laughs) like (laughs) jesus christ man talking everything and like look i get it i get with like we obviously need to like maybe be a little bit more sensitive about the content we put out from here on out but if we're just gonna drag everybody for everything ever done literally no one is off the hook and i don't care how pious you think you are i mean there's comics now that are just like so woke that it's like like, three years ago you would have been fucking canceled for the shit you're doing like we're all acclimating to what like what society is telling us is wrong you know outside of just the you know your moral compass like oh yeah obviously fucking rape is wrong but joking about rape is that really wrong like if it's a fucking well-crafted bit is like you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. do we have to fucking destroy every single aspect of art in order for everyone exactly. to feel fucking comfortable with anything? It's just, like, absurd.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, it gets out of control. And then, you know, I mean, I think it's already out of control. And the downside to that is then it gets so ridiculous then when there is actual shit that you should be offended about it just gets lost in the yeah. million yeah, things that people are getting it, offended you're about. You're
3: absolutely right. Everything's just yeah. like everybody's trying wolf every two seconds, so that when an actual wolf shows up, everyone's like, "Oh yeah," it's just like throw that in the fucking tumbler of you know horseshit we're yep. getting thrown at us at you know from every angle, twenty four hours a day. So. Exactly.
0: They're like am I supposed to be like just as mad as I was at that Dove commercial or what's going on here? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. how many comics have you s- comics have you seen post something like there's nothing funny about blank? Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's, the, that's, that's, the that's the what worst. offends me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, like you're a comic. You're like you should know like I've gotten yeah, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but when I got banned from that bar in Chattanooga, the guy that banned me after he banned me, I was getting messages like dude, when that guy started, man, he was doing worse shit than what you do. Yeah. But now he's woke. So now he's he's got to take the virtue signal and write. And now you're not welcome back anymore because now he's he's better than you. All right, guys. We're going to get into our indicarus Deep Dive now. We build this podcast as an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter, but we always deliver on the former, even though sometimes apparently we are not accurate on certain things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Ian gets his lies out. Yeah,
1: when when Ian verifies his memes, we're very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are doing a deep dive on a popular brand that was founded by Nazis, popularized by hippies, and today is widely associated with yuppies. And that is Volkswagen. Ian, you can start us off here.
0: Wait, huh? real quick. I just I just want to ask, are we talking about like actual supporters of the Third Reich or like somebody that didn't like a Black Lives Matter No, 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 no. We're talking about <laughs>
1: 1937 <laughs> over here. Actual okay. hardcore Nazis. We're okay. talking OGs. OGs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Founded
2: in 1937 by the German labor front, a Nazi union. Volkswagen was created to make affordable cars for Germans. In the late 1930s, Adolf Hitler became involved and helped develop the constraints and specifications for an affordable vehicle that everyday Germans could drive. Do you know what that car was? It was the iconic Volkswagen Beetle, most notably associated with dirty hippies from the 1960s and 70s. So there's a bit of irony that these peace, love, and unwashed dirty hippies were unknowingly driving Hitler's concept
1: car. Yeah, I didn't know that he had an input into fucking making cars and
3: shit. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I know that like I I mean just being from Detroit, I knew that there were ties with him and like Henry Ford and stuff like that just in terms of like machinery and Henry Ford was a piece of shit right. too, but yeah, I had no idea that he was like fucking Designing the like, fucking adorable beetle bug that we've come up with. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. Well, I know wasn't yeah,
1: Actually, wasn't it like he, wasn't he like an artist when he was uh, young or something? Like he liked to draw and shit. <laughs> yeah, he
3: tried to be. Which it's really funny to just think of him, just like the struggling artist who just like sucked. And he's like, "Fuck it, I'll kill everybody." <laughs>
2: <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and you know, like the classic gag about Punch Bugs is that game punch buggy blue, punch buggy yellow, where you punch someone when you see a punch bug. And so, so it's little to no surprise that Adolf Hitler was behind that. And even 50 years after his death, people were still beating themselves up over his damn concept car.
0: Yeah, the original game was you were supposed to punch a Jew when you saw one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Bobby, you can do this next one.
0: <laughs> so the uh, classic Volkswagen Beetle with the engine in the back has widely been considered one of the most unsafe cars ever designed. A head-on collision at just 40 miles per hour would commonly result in death. Despite the obvious safety issues, they never changed their design because part of their sales strategy was predicated on repeat sales to people that survived head-on collisions.
1: So wait a second, they tried it, like <laughs> you survived this crash in your Beetle, so you are buy another one?
0: Yeah, you're like, sweet, I can get a blue one this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the best business model ever. <laughs>
0: The insurance claims made by head-on collision survivors was a cash cow for Volkswagen and brought in more money than they paid out in lawsuits to those not lucky enough to survive the
2: crashes.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure I understand this. The Volkswagen was making money off of the insurance claims? Yeah, well, I guess people would be paid for
0: those vehicles and, I guess, go get another one? <laughs> Basically, like, you
1: know, whenever
2: someone would die for wrongful injury due to bad car design, they would try to... Sue Volkswagen, but the thing is, the amount of lawsuits that actually made it to court and then won were far less than the amount of repeat customers that would just keep coming back and buying a new Beetle because they love Beetles, and the fact there was no engine in the front, massive design flaw, they would just, most cars could be salvaged, these things would automatically be so they would have to go buy no, yeah, totaled, instantly totaled, hit a bicycle, instantly totaled. (laughs) So that's the difference, I guess.
3: I think I do remember actually um, reading about this like a long time ago when I was studying, uh, you know, Hitler's reign. Where,
1: uh, they, <laughs> you mean when you were masturbating?
3: Yeah, well, what they did was they, like, they, they what they would do is when they were taking people to Auschwitz, they would put as many Jews as they could inside of a beetle, and then they would train car all these beetles together, and that's why clowns use them now. <laughs> because you can, you can fit so many people inside of a bug. <laughs> that, that's why they're so popular in the clown circuit, It's just, they're very roomy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So we got Jews to thank for clowns as if they weren't hated enough?
3: Yeah, well, we have... We have yeah, yep, that's where I was going with that. Yep. <laughs> you took
1: the words out
0: of his mouth. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: when are they going to make that movie, the fucking stuffing Jews into Beatles clown car story? <laughs> It's not real.
3: I made all of that
1: (laughs) Well, then you should should fucking write it then. Yeah. (laughs) Well, fast forwarding here, like 50, 60 years. In 2005, Volkswagen made headlines again, this time for using hookers to bribe their vendors with. After the story made headlines, instead of just taking the L and walking away, the genius PR team tried to spin the story in a more flattering light. So they went to the media to defend this and rationalize it. Their angle was, quote, we were operating in the interest of our shareholders and trying to secure contracts and grow our business relationships because it wasn't the best interest of the company. The whores were okay. If we didn't buy these, basically if we didn't buy these guys, hookers, our competitors would.
0: That was like the official (laughs) (laughs) line from their PR spokesman.
1: I mean, it's hard to believe, but I mean, it is legit. I mean, it's like, there's, the thing is, like, I was going to say this even at the beginning of the, when we were talking about, you know, Ford, you know, had dealings with Nazis and like, I'm sure every company that's a major company in Germany had to have dealt with the Nazis. Otherwise, they still wouldn't be a company. Yeah. Oh, of course.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's no way when you're staring down the barrel of a gun that you're not going to be like, yeah, we'll make you guys fucking uniforms yeah we'll make your you know right jewelry or whatever the fuck you guys want to wear like this no yeah, nego- exactly. there's, nazis weren't necessarily known for negotiating you <laughs> yeah know? right they didn't compromise <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> well the thing is yeah and so you know obviously to a much lesser extent but i do at least like that these guys were like hey listen man sometimes we gotta buy a horse to convince people to fucking do business with us and you just caught us
3: yeah look if we don't buy the if we don't buy the horse for him someone's gonna buy the horse yeah, no, I mean, let's buy the fucking horse
1: and it's basically the any we've been doing stories about major corporations and their dark history and shit it's like there's no company that gets to be a multi-billion dollar corporation that didn't do some shady shit at some point
3: oh yeah and it- you're just inherently awful yeah. if you become a billionaire. Like, there's no way around it. There's literally
1: no way around there it. There is no ethical mega corporation. Plus, this. It kind of
0: seems like we're in some of the final years, maybe, of the corporate old boys club where, like, every single business trip was just all about strip clubs and steaks and shit, you know? just Oh,
3: yeah. Just getting wasted with hookers and falling asleep at the table. Exactly.
1: That's how you build relationships with with clients.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're making deals.
1: All right, Bobby, you can do this next one. In
0: 2015, they were in the news again for a scandal known as Dieselgate or Emissionsgate. Volkswagen intentionally programmed their emission controls to only work during lab testing. But outside of the lab, they were hitting CO2 levels of a jalopy from the 1930s. Uh, This gave them better (laughs) gas mileage than they would have had otherwise, so they sold more vehicles. And as a result of the scandal, their CEO stepped down and their stock fell by 30%, and they had to pay nearly $30 billion in fines for this fraud. That could only happen... To a German company, like thirty billion dollars, that w- I feel like that wouldn't happen in the U.S. They'd be like, "All right, major scandal here." That's you guys, be, knock it off. Yeah, yeah three million dollars, <laughs> and you get to say you had no wrongdoing.
2: <laughs> but this was genius, though, right? This is like they found a way to fake the funk on the test, so like their cars were amazing for the environment. And then they just basically had some programmers set all this shit up for them, And then it was polluting the fuck out of the environment known as the wiser.
1: It's pretty ballsy of them to fucking try, even try to pull this off, I guess. I mean, it makes me wonder how many companies do the same shit and just kind of. Exactly.
2: Them, uh, all, yeah, all these companies exactly. that are green this and lead certified that they're probably all just fucking up the environment and found a way to rig the system.
3: Oh, yeah. Did you see that Dark Water documentary about uh, DuPont and Teflon and all that, how they were just, like, poisoning everyone and, they're, and like, just everyone around.
2: Oh, no. Them?
3: I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's inc- oh, it's incredible. you got to see it. Mark Ruffalo's in it. It's basically just, like, the DuPont company, just, like, when they first started putting Teflon in everything, it was basically just killing everybody. Like, it was, <laughs> it was just, like, this cancer-riddled chemical that not only was it killing the people who bought the products that had Teflon in it, but it was, like, all the, the chemicals used to make it were then just like dumped into the fucking uh. environment, which killed like everybody on these farmlands near the chemical plants and stuff like that. And everybody was just fucking dying. And they just skirted around it forever. And eventually one lawyer just like took it on and just like went against them. And it was just this uphill battle. So, I mean, obviously shit like this still happens, but it's, it's fucking yeah. mind blowing Wait, wasn't
0: man. that like an actual scripted movie based on a true story? But then, I mean, yeah. okay, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it is crazy too, because I mean, that, that shit happens. I remember being on this this lake in georgia one time and the guy whose boat it was was just like yeah you can't eat any of the fish in here the uh the aluminum plant you know it's they're just all poison like just <laughs> so nonchalantly
3: yeah it's so weird how people are just like yeah we used to be able to fish in here but we can't because this entire body of water is poisoned now like it's yeah. no big deal they just shrug it off Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. cost of doing business man three-eyed it's, fish it, it's one of those where like they can get away with it because they're this faceless entity called a corporation Where if, yeah. I was, if mm-hmm. it was just like a dude it was like hey john dupont he started dumping all this shit then you'd be like oh that motherfucker he's got to get the death penalty right but be, but they hide behind this like no it's the corporate structure blah 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 and then meanwhile when it comes to influencing politics no corporations are people that, that, exactly. that's when yeah. they're people
0: and you could just file bankruptcy and set up shop again
3: Mm -hmm. yeah well when you watch that documentary that movie takes place over the span of like 20 years like that's how long it took them for them to be like finally fucking nailed to the wall and and, like at that point all these people had lost fucking you know family members and shit like that i mean we're talking you know two decades of people just being fucking killed by this by these chemicals that just like this huge company got away with and made billions yeah, of yeah. fucking crazy.
1: And it happens like that. And then by the time anything gets resolved, Oh, that guy already retired. He's already fucking a multimillionaire yeah. living in Aspen. Oh, yeah.
3: It's fucking offshore accounts, and they're just, like, off to wherever the fuck those guys go living the best life they can, oh, just yeah. laughing at us. Well, you know? it's also
0: the classic Trump move, too, where it's like, let's drag this out in court as long as we possibly can. Let's make it to where your attorneys, even if they're doing pro bono work or whatever, just nobody can afford to keep fighting yeah. this, you know?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. All right, Ian, you can uh, close us out on this last one. All right.
2: This year, nearly five years after Dizzlegate, the former CEO of Volkswagen, Martin Winterkorn, is now back in court facing charges of conspiracy to commit organized commercial fraud. The German court said with the mounting evidence and witness testimony against the former CEO, a conviction is highly likely and someone could be wearing an ankle monitor, from their million-dollar home for up to six months. Oh, so, my God. So watch out. Lady is Justice humanity? is going to have her day finally. So here,
0: here's the thing. is like, like If an individual did what some of these corporations do, they would be hit with, like, RICO charges.
2: Oh, dude. Yeah. If you stole a loaf of bread from a gas station, you'd probably land in jail if you were the wrong skin color. But if you're an old white guy with shitloads of money... Sure, go steal fucking billions of dollars and then we'll put an ankle bracelet on you.
3: Dude, if you if you change the oil in your car and you dump that oil, and you buried that oil in your backyard, you would face fucking federal charges. Like <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. But these fucking assholes basically just get away with this kind of shit. You know what should happen is they need a set of people to swing by their place and then rape them with a pipe. That's the idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah yes. Where's
0: real justice when you need
3: it? Yeah, well, I say let those people out. Give them a clear, <laughs> clean plate of fucking tabula rasa. Let them, if they can get out and rape these fucking CEOs with a pipe, then, uh, you know, we'll call it even. Dude, we'll call
0: it even. That, <laughs> yes. that would be the best news story of all time. If that had, like, <laughs> Lloyd Blankfein, you know, is, like, found, like, raped with a metal pipe. <laughs>
1: Hey Everybody, this is your weekly reminder to follow us on social media. We're on all of them. Facebook.com slash Indecorous Comedy. We're on Instagram at Indecorous Comedy. Twitter at Indecorous And we put all our promo stuff on. Actually, Ian is in charge of doing the promos now. Notice that the posters for our episodes are a lot fancier now. That is Ian. Also, it's also a game of catch the misspelling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're trading fanciness for misspellings.
1: Yeah, basically. Hey, pick your battles, man. Right, right. They're a lot catchier, our posters are. But you know what? Hey, maybe we'll get some traction from all the misspellings as well from grammar Nazis. It's it's all part of our evil plan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if we can't get likes and comments on the content itself, then we can get some fucking grammar Nazis, hopefully, to help get the algorithms to... Trend our shit better.
1: But, but but trust us, we know pedophilia is only one L. <laughs> we put two L's there. Uh, it, it, that was just the bait. <laughs> Jail bait. <laughs> and most importantly of all, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash comedy. We have five different levels now. We used to only have three, but that's how big the podcast has gotten. We got five levels, $1, $3, $7, $10, and $20 for the high rolling well ballers but even at the three dollar level you still get all the special releases that we do online all the extra interviews extra material extra segments you get access to all of that at the three dollar level you don't at the one dollar level but come on man it's a dollar we'll give you a shout out though we need like a hundred dollar debaucher level. Oh man, Fucking, if somebody pledges a hundred dollars, it can just yeah. take over the goddamn podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's called the,
2: the DP, basically. We'll go, yeah, to you the can DP. be a host.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my chair is available.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get to replace whoever host you like the least if you start pledging us a hundred dollars a month.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, Ian might be going away for a little while sometime soon.
1: So. Yeah, so there you go, this is your chance to pounce. Now, Ian, we also have our little side podcast. Can you tell uh, the folks about that?
2: Yeah, for the people that like it short and sweet and like it dirty, we uh, in season one did an awesome segment called Pornhub Comments. It was a big hit. And we took every segment from season one and put it on another podcast called Pornhub Comments, the podcast. So it's out now on basically iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all those places. So if you just want the abbreviated version of this shit, go check it out.
1: Very good, and we also still have merch. We have some cool uh, swag. Shwag, is that what it is? Shwag? Swag? No, S- swag
0: is. No, we are not selling swag.
1: What is swag? Sh- oh, swag is weed.
0: Yeah, this is not high school, Carlos.
1: That's right. We're selling mids. We're selling mids.
0: Yeah, we got some middies in our merch store. Yeah. <laughs> we do some. We have some some beasters in the merch store
1: that's right that's right so bobby where where can people go to get that shit
0: so you can check out all of our awesome merch and we have been getting a lot of great feedback on it so please check out our merch at indecorouscomedy.com. and that is ind for all the ians of the world please check us out for all your awesome merch and indecorous needs
2: and just a heads up the security certificate on the site is probably going to expire before I get around to fixing it. So if you see a bunch of this site contains viruses and bad guys and kitty porn oh, and all Jesus that shit, Christ. then you know it's oh, just right. me being lazy. There's nothing wrong there. You go ahead and click on it. It's it's all good.
0: Yeah, and if you go there and it says DNR, this domain is available. That's because
1: Ian didn't <laughs> renew it.
2: <laughs>
0: and you need yeah. to go to Patreon so we can afford to renew it, please. Yeah, if uh, if
1: if our website starts redirecting to antifa dot com, that's probably. The <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, For for twenty dollars, you can help us renew our domain.
1: Oh, and we still we still uh, thank you for mentioning that, Bobby. We still need. To raise those $1,400 so our masturbation videos don't get released by the Russian hacker. Party.
2: I know, right?
1: Yes, we, we, we failed to mention that, but we really still need that money.
0: Are, are we not accruing interest at this point? Like we're in default? We're going to get hit <laughs> up by some Russian hacker bill collectors? Yeah, if
1: exactly. It's going to impact our credit. <laughs> It's time for our final segment of the podcast. And Decker's Laws, we've been doing this every week, or basically whenever we feel like it. We highlight some of the odder laws in different states of the United States. Most of these are real laws. Well, actually, they're all real laws. I need to change that. Some of them were repealed, is what I'm trying to say. Some of them aren't laws anymore, and some others are sadly still on the books. We were doing them in alphabetical order, but I fucked up and we did the wrong order. So that I figured, well, we'll just do Michigan because our um, guest tonight, Mike, is from Detroit. So he's probably broken every single one of these. <laughs> we'll start off with Bobby. Bobby, you can do the first law here.
0: It is a misdemeanor for any person to use indecent, immoral, obscene, vulgar, or insulting language in the presence or hearing of any woman or child.
1: Yeah, so... I know Mike's definitely fucking broken this law.
3: Yeah, I did
0: that today.
1: Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: just, just go out every Sunday morning and scream at children.
1: Yeah, and I know I've done it myself too, but it actually was a law that wasn't on the books till like fucking late 90s. Here's what happens in 1990. Well, I'll let you, Bobby. Bobby, you can read this. Is like a, this Wait. is when it got repealed.
0: Hold on, is this like what they charged Lenny Bruce with back in the
1: day? Well, I don't know if they did it in Michigan. He was in New York, but they probably would have if he'd gone to Michigan. Yeah. Uh, so in
0: 1998, some foul mouth motherfucker was convicted of violating this law after he fell out of his motherfucking canoe on the Rifle River and started cursing like a motherfucker. However, in 2002, the law was overturned after, after the motherfucking ACLU of Michigan successfully fought the law on First Motherfucking Amendment grounds. Now oh. I
2: wonder if this is maybe originally worded to where you can't cuss in front of a quote lady and then the caveat would be like oh this isn't a dignified woman this is, she's a hooker or the, yeah. the kid's fucking a dirty poor kid right. or whatever oh, I thought you
0: were going to say like gender fluid or something and then it's okay <laughs> Yeah, you were
1: going to say, yeah, right Yeah, yeah. now apparently this was a law up to like the fucking late 90s that you couldn't curse and apparently it, it took some dude falling off a canoe <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you should yeah. be allowed to say anything if you're, like, rolling over in a canoe. <laughs> but
1: yeah, this motherfucker <laughs> fell off a canoe, started cursing it up, got charged,
2: <laughs> and the fucking
1: ACLU had to get involved.
2: Did they like, play, It was an act of God or something that he was a bad canoe rower and he fell off of his shit? Or really, how do they, they argue that case, I wonder?
1: Just First Amendment grounds. You can't just fucking, I mean, it's just a ridiculous law that, that's what happens with a lot of these laws, is just, they're never really enforced so people just ignore them but fucking whoever the fuck was in this wherever the right do you know where the rifle river is mike <laughs>
3: yeah i was just on it i was uh, like i was on the Osabo river last week and it runs parallel to it it's not far at all like i drove over the rifle to get to the Asabo last week well-
1: If you ever fall off your canoe, you got this guy to thank for not going to jail.
3: Well, no, things are more chill because today I was walking around with a gas can in a parking lot. (laughs) I was going to fucking barbecue a bunch of child molesters for Christ. (laughs) Everybody was pretty cool about that.
0: Just whatever you do, though, don't eat any fish you catch in the rifle. rifle. (laughs) Not good.
1: You guys remember back uh, when Obama was president, he said he was going to take all the Rifle Rivers? You remember that? (laughs) Ian, you got this next one. They said it on a
0: cold, dead estuary or something? Okay.
2: All right, (laughs) adultery apparently is a felony. Adultery is punishable by a maximum sentence of four years in prison and possibly a $5,000 fine. However, no prosecution shall commence unless the husband or wife files a complaint and the complaint must be filed within one year of the offense. Also, any man who seduces and debauches an unmarried woman shall be guilty of a felony punishable by up to five years in prison or a fine of up to $2,500. And I know, This
1: is my I know, favorite law to break. I know uh, I know. Mike's definitely fucking broken this one. You've debauched a, a <laughs> woman or two in your...
3: I have, yeah. I have to admit, I have.
0: this sounds like something that a lawmaker that's cheating on their wife just goes to work i'm gonna sign a bill making it a felony
3: these are all like those fucking those loophole laws put in place just in case black people did anything (laughs) right none of these laws apply to anyone except black yeah that's why they were there every fucking white dude would swore in front of women told him to shut the fuck up get him a glass of scotch Without fucking whoever. Like, these are all just in place. And, and the off chance that a, you know, an African American fucked your wife, you could be like, you gotta lock him up, throw him in jail. And yeah, him yeah, him first, yeah you know? absolutely
1: right. All right. Uh, this next one fortune tellers in Warren, Michigan must be fingerprinted and pay an annual fee of $150 plus $10 for a police background check. The law was put in place so the city would have some recourse in case they got, quote, somebody who is not legitimate. <laughs> This is one of those. Where it's like, I was like, and I actually saw a, a story on the news like a few months ago where they, 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 there was some issue with a fucking palm reader that was not legit. I was like, well, oh, so like there's legitimate palm readers somehow?
3: Yeah, apparently, man.
1: Don't they,
0: in some places, like some municipalities will actually, if they have a cold case, they'll just take it to local psychics? Isn't that a thing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of times. They do bring in, I think that's just like a last-ditch effort, and I think it has to be under the under the, um, the idea that that's like what the family wants. Like, uh, we're kind of fucked. We've got really nowhere else to go. Let's bring yeah. in a psychic, you know what I mean? And then
0: it turns out this psychic was the killer.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, what year was that again that you said
1: that they had to do they, that? They didn't, it, it, well, this one was recent. I don't remember exactly the year, but it was recently that they passed. Because like, apparently they just wanted to ban the, all these fortune teller people and shit. But because of whatever, maybe it's First Amendment rounds, they couldn't ban them. So they're like, all right, well, maybe we can just fucking make them pay a fee and have a police background check. And maybe that'll keep them under control.
3: Is that, like, is that like a problem right now? Or is like everyone becoming a fortune teller? In is that like... I mean, yeah, They're
1: like street performers. Yeah,
3: that's like the cast
0: uh, it, now right now. It, like,
1: I mean, it might be pretty soon.
3: Yeah,
0: here in a few months, that's going to be the only job yeah. left.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. And then finally, the last one is a drunkenness on a train is prohibited. No person shall, while in an offensive state of intoxication, enter or be on any railway train. I find hard to believe that that doesn't happen every single yeah. day. So maybe this is pertaining to the original
2: boxcar hoboos. You think this kind of started with that?
1: Oh, back in the day?
3: Probably, because honestly, we never really had a substantial train system in Detroit. So I like, I don't really know... I mean it's crazy that that's even i mean there's, i think there's always been one from here to chicago but like there's never there, we don't, we never had like subways we never had that kind of like transportation it seems
0: like it would be the main city lobbying against public transportation you know like we got to sell some cars you know yeah i mean
3: well that's a, that, i mean literally that's exactly why we never had public transit here is because they wanted people to buy automobiles so the fact that they would even have a law about trains at all is kind of like crazy to me that that would even be a problem. Unless there was just like, you know, old choo-choo Jim was back behind the fucking, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> tossing him back too hard one day and just fucking t-boned the train into a goddamn reindeer. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, well, not to mention like somebody taking the train because they didn't want to drive drunk, and now they're getting
1: harassed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess you have to be in an offensive state of intoxication. They do say offensive. So if you're Mm. a mild-mannered drunk, you'll be all right. That's our podcast. We did it, guys. We did it. Hell yeah. yeah. (laughs) Mike, thanks so much for doing it, bro. Hey, that
3: was a lot of fun, you guys. I really appreciate it. I'd love to come back sometime. Let me know. Absolutely, dude. Thank dude.
2: you.
0: You were awesome,
3: man. Appreciate
0: it. You what,
2: inspired uh... a whole new episode, the Dupont thing. We're gonna have to do that episode. Oh, yeah, now.
3: yeah, you. man. I'm telling you, watch that movie. You'll be fucking enraged. It's a really, really good film, but you'll you'll lose your goddamn mind. I was so I was like throwing shit at the TV. I was so fucking uh, was, yeah.
1: Don't you like? I did, I saw one about the the what is it? Jared Kushner is that the dude that's oh. married to? About how he's fucking kind of like a a landlord. He's
3: a Uh, slumlord, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, he's a slumlord, for sure.
1: But yeah, that pissed me off. But anyway, Mike, do you have anything you want to plug or anything you want to promote?
3: Uh, I will be at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase this Thursday doing a Facebook live show. You can check check that out. Just hit up my page, and then I will be flying back to Colorado. I will be in Colorado Springs uh, on Thursday doing my show Shots Fired, which is a roast show. I will be headlining Colorado Springs Friday, Saturday. And then Sunday I will be at Tilt in Louisville, Colorado. So you can follow me on Facebook, Mike Stanley Comedian. There's always dates on there. But follow my Twitter. That's where I'm most active and that's where you'll catch me the most. I really don't even use Facebook anymore because it's just the fucking worst.
1: What is your Twitter?
3: My Twitter is at aware underscore wolf, aware wolf.
1: A werewolf, uh, I like it, yeah. Because yeah, what is didn't you get banned from your other one or some shit. I
3: did. I had like <laughs> twenty thousand followers, and then ah. Trump became president, and I tweeted this picture with a guy with a head of a horse's ass. Like his head was literally up a horse's ass. <laughs> and I, put, I put it under. I put. It, I tweeted it to Trump and Pence, and I, and I just wrote like, "This is my favorite picture of the two of you." And then all these <laughs> this all show supporters reported it, and they said it was bestiality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah, God, yeah, yeah so I lost that account, so I had to start from scratch. But yeah, follow my new account, A Werewolf, on uh, on Twitter. Yeah.
1: All right, Mike. Thanks so much again, dude. It was great talking to you again. Yeah, man. yeah,
3: good catching up with you guys. I hope to talk to you soon, man. Thanks for having me. All
1: right, guys. Bobby, we're wrapping this up. You got any last words you want to say? Any, oh. any more info on chemtrails that you want to share? <laughs>
0: Uh, nothing about chemtrails this week, but, uh, you know, and I thought this was where Ian was going earlier, but I did get into a fight on Facebook this week. Oh, and,
1: snap. What happened? Yeah.
0: And I don't I don't know how you guys do it, because, like, as soon as I started getting some replies to it, I, you know, it was like I gave myself homework. I just wanted to kill myself. Yes. You probably logged <laughs> 20 hours. I saw that
2: thread, dude. You, you probably logged 20 hours on that thread or some shit. Yeah. It was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, but – well, because the whole thing was everybody – just guys like Ian are out there sharing this meme without, re, without
1: researching it. <laughs> you know, the Ians the of the world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're there, so it's going around that California has legalized pedophilia, which it just – couldn't be further from the truth and all of these people are responding to it and they're like well i heard that's what happened and they never i'm telling people that this is a fake thing and yeah. to to read about it and they're like well that's what i heard you know <laughs> right. like every single one of them it just kept going on like that. oh no
1: they, they hit you with the, that's what i heard defense
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well man I'll, and then so that was the whole thing then you point out that like okay you've been duped you have shared false information and then their whole point is just like well well i'm just saying man we need to protect them kids yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> and, and it's really like kind of the perfect argument from a a, a troll standpoint or you know well, yeah, argue. that's yeah. why
1: i don't like this that's what what bothers me about this whole shit is everybody's is like oh man we gotta look out for the kids i'm against child molesters. like yeah so is everybody yeah, in at, the goddamn world man we just don't have to announce it every single day called virtue signaling virtue yeah it's signaling like the, it's the ultimate yeah. virtue signaling going on right now from especially i mean right now it's like the rights big thing i guess because of q and all that shit like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we gotta protect the children i'm against child molestation I mean, you yeah, know we so all of I, us are nobody you're not special
0: yeah and isn't like like california i'm pretty sure is a state where to change laws and stuff i mean you can have like propositions on the ballot and stuff. yeah. so yeah, they mean, fucking
1: recalled a governor through a proposition yeah. type thing
0: so like somebody would have to go out there and, and get on the line and be like you know i think i'm just gonna say what everybody here has been thinking <laughs> we need to put it on the books yeah. and go ahead and legalize this pedophilia yeah. and then they
1: garnered support for it mm-hmm. and got some shit passed like i see those posts all the time. i was like man if you really love America, then share this post. Yeah. People will fucking share oh, yeah. it. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. You, you're fucking the best American in the world, bro. You just click that share button. Do you, real I American, so- you'll smash that
2: like.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've seen so many of those it's like we need man if you're not afraid to, to tell everybody on your friends list we need to bring prayer back to schools you know share yeah, this yeah. post yeah, like okay. you said.
1: it's like oh my god man you're the bravest person ever man
0: dude it's it's kind of like if they had a separate app for it and it's just like facebook for grandma you
1: know i mean basically all of facebook has become that facebook for grandma yeah like all these old people getting on it and it just fucking destroys it Old people are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
0: it. kind of true. It's like everybody loves their old people, but all yeah. of them need to go. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: <laughs> as a as a group, they are terrible when they get together as a whore. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. They're like that real stand up guy that gets together with his old fraternity brothers, and they're you know, they can't be trusted around the whores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Ian, how about you? You got any last words? You got into it with anybody? Yeah,
2: yeah, dude, actually, I I lost a really interesting internet argument this week. And usually I don't tell stories whenever I'm the loser, but this was really
1: fascinating. Was it about that woman that survived every catastrophe (laughs) in the history of time?
0: (laughs) Yeah, what meme did you share?
1: Yeah, that's what was it. So this was a classic
2: boys versus girls, who's got filthier fetishes kind of thing. And I was arguing for the lads. I was like, clearly women are the more debaucherous because... They look at fucking guys fucking other guys in the ass and flick the bean of that shit. That's like I think it's the second or third largest porn category for women is they like to watch man on man gay porn. Even Mm -hmm. straight women. Really? So yeah, that that is a true fact. It's it's actually one of the most searched categories. If you look at who watches gay porn, women make up like straight women make up like forty percent of it. Gay men make up the other sixty percent or whatever. So I was I was trying to play that card. And this woman's like, yeah, but men like lesbian porn, so point of parody. So now we're kind of even, tick for tack. And then they pulled out this fucking ace out of their pocket that I never thought about. They said, only men have foot fetish porn with women fucking rubbing their feet all over their fucking cocks and all this dirty foot fetish shit. You'll never in a million years see a porno video with a guy Fucking a woman and the camera zooms in on the guy's foot and he's licking his own foot and I was like, God damn it. So so I just
1: men's feet are gross though.
2: (laughs) So I completely (laughs) lost the argument on the on the foot argument basis. So yeah. Mm. (laughs) I never thought about that. You fought the good fight. Do you I, I, I
0: I've always heard that it's women that are straight women that are consuming a lot of the girl on girl porn is that Yeah not... that's what I
1: thought Yeah Oh they
2: are they are My special lady for example only flicks the bean to girl on girl shit
1: and then I I've know a lot of girls
0: That's a thing Yeah I've heard that's a thing for sure Right
1: That's the, what the, I've heard Yeah the, le, the, the lesser on men thing though that's what I had not heard
2: yeah, that's that's a lesser known yeah. fact, but I mean, I think we talked about that briefly. With it was either Kaylee or it was one of our female guests,
1: and they confirmed they're we were, all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. That's our show for tonight. Follow me on social media too, I don't, or just you know just go to my website, carlosweetcomedy.com. Oh, and buy my album. I could use some fucking sales. And walk your cat. Walk, walk your, your cat. cat.
0: I'm going to kill you, child molester.